0: Welcome to Baron's House of Chaos. This is episode four. Whoop, whoop. I know we made it this far.
1: I know we haven't killed each other yet.
0: yeah we said well, we said that the last one we did one more, and we still were still alive. This is great. Awesome. I feel free. I feel alive. I feel alive hubba, hubba. Hey. all right, well, welcome to Baron's House of Chaos. I'm Chris I'm Cat, and uh. We got some show planned for you guys today.
1: Yes, we do.
0: I mean, this is this is something else. It's we to
1: be a good one.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. This is. Uh, I'm excited. I'm truly excited. This is just an amazing, amazing thing that we're going to do today.
1: Yeah, we're going to have some laughs and fun, some serious, some slapstick crazy.
0: <laughs> I think so.
1: Absolutely, and like absolutely.
0: we said, you know, on our Facebook page, and uh, which is the.
1: Baron's House of Chaos or Cat and Chris podcasting duo at Barron's House of Chaos.
0: Uh, we, we're going to get a little raw sometimes. We're going to get a little refined. Today yeah. we might be in right in the middle of both.
1: Exactly. So exactly. this will be good. We have a guest sitting in with us today, so this is going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, but before we talk about that, yeah, we're talk about last week's episode.
1: Absolutely, it, it was, was very
0: near and dear to our hearts. It was.
1: It was tough. Um, I I did shed some tears on that one, and I did apologize. Um, but it was tough. We dedicated that to your mom. We talked a little bit about our parents, but we dedicated the, the episode to mom and and dealing with and living with and coping with uh, Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah.
0: So I mean, it's just one of those things. Like I said, uh, our information will be posted on the website, so you can go if you've got any questions. And of course, we're Baron's House of Chaos at Gmail dot com.
1: If you have any questions, hit us up. Send yeah. us an email.
0: And uh, all the other things for the Alzheimer's. Uh, association association is will be posted on that too exactly so but uh right now we have our guests and i'm gonna let kat introduce them
1: yeah so i'm super excited about this uh my sister v is sitting in with us today uh we've got a topic that uh we're gonna get into in a little bit uh but first we're just gonna kind of hang out and talk about some movies and tv shows and stuff like that so uh V, you want to hit up the mic there and say hey? Hello. <laughs> she's a little nervous, but she's doing great so far. But we are, like I said, we're really excited about this, and uh, we're going oh, to have fun.
2: sexy <laughs> yeah, I
0: Finally get to use that now. Yeah.
1: As we joke within our family, this, uh, my husband is her hubby-in-law.
0: That's right. Yeah, I'm the man around the house that's not around the house. (laughs)
1: Exactly. You're around all the houses.
0: Maybe years ago. (laughs) But they they make a little blue pill for that.
1: They do. They do. Oh, my God. (laughs) To get some big effects. So, uh, going into this, uh, we're going to get started, like I said, with a little bit of uh, talking about some of her favorite movies and our movies and shows and stuff like that before we... uh, we get into the big topic and and the big topic today is something that affects her everyday life that we're going to talk about uh but we'll get into that in a few minutes so let's let's talk about some movies what you got that's right
0: because uh me and v have a wonderful commonality of loving horror movies absolutely y'all suck (laughs) yeah cat's not a big fan of them
3: no i love them
0: but uh we uh we've watched a couple with each other and everything yes. like that. We've all sat around the TV and watched some horror movies and all that stuff. So, I'm going to I'll give you a kind of a thing of like if you can think off the top of your head, what are your like favorite five horror movies?
3: Um, number 1 would be Rob Zombie's Halloween.
0: All right, that's your favorite.
3: Yeah. Um, I also like The Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses. So, we're a, going for the Rob Zombie do you see
0: three a play. Here? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: I'm I'm sensing a pattern going on Uh, here yeah um evil dead um and i don't really know about a fifth one but i'd watch those four over and over
0: there you go well see that's the thing i i'm almost the same way i'm almost the same way uh i know that we all watched the the what is it the three
2: Three from from hell Hell.
0: and uh rob we weren't fans No. no we weren't fans um and the thing is, is I I think
1: I even made it through that one. Yeah, you yeah. did.
0: Well, you made it through. Actually, actually after, I
3: watched all of them.
1: Right
0: after we watched that, we stayed up and I got you to watch House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects. You
3: watched them. Yeah, I did watch I'm them. so proud of you. Thank you.
0: She did good. Thank
3: you. I didn't even have nightmares or anything. Okay, I thought of a fifth one. If oh. I had to go with a fifth fifth one, it would be The Hills Have Eyes.
0: Now, all right. Now I'm going to ask you about these two because Cat won't know, but no. we'll, we'll we'll me and you will parlay about this. Okay. <laughs> Um, have at it. You mentioned Evil Dead. Yeah. Do you like the original or the remake?
3: I like the original better.
0: Okay. And The Hills Have Eyes. Did you like okay. the original or the remake?
3: I I only know of one. So I Is didn't that know the one, one
0: where the people are, uh, like the military unit is out in the desert?
3: Yeah. And the family is traveling. There's one of those. And then the second one, I think, is the military. Okay.
0: All right, so you like the remake, and you so that means you haven't seen the original, the mm-hmm. Wes Craven original.
3: No, I haven't seen that okay. one. Okay,
0: so that uh, just give a little background. It's very similar to the, the the first, or or we'll say that the original is very similar to the remake. Um, but it stars one of my favorite horror movie actors, and you probably recognize him. His name is Michael Berryman. Okay, he's like a bald dude. He's got kind of buggly eyes. Yes, he played yes. um, uh the the kind of the guy who's driving the car in uh the Devil's Rejects. Remember when they go to get the chicken? Yes. And he's just like, Are you gonna fuck these chickens? Yes, yeah. I remember. <laughs> and that guy's like, I don't gonna fuck that's Michael Berryman. So okay. he's he's one of the mutants in the original. Wow. Okay. So that's where that goes. So someone I got it on DVD, I think I'll get no,
3: let's okay. borrow
0: it. Awesome. All right. So um we haven't watched any horror movies lately. No, I don't think. Not
1: that I can think of. Um but- well, one, I'm not a fan. I've been actually trying to get you to watch a couple with me because, one, I will not watch them alone. Um, but just, you know, just kind of see the hype and stuff about these. Now, um, I have seen a couple that have <laughs> scared the bejesus out of me. But, um, yeah, I just I have no desire to watch a horror movie by myself. Unlike our daughter who watches them 24-7, it seems like. I just I can't. I won't. I never have.
0: Now, see, the ones that can't drag me to were the um (laughs) paranormal paranormal activities
3: activities. okay i've just got to jump in i don't consider that a horror movie well and i'm gonna tell you
1: i I consider it a
0: horrible
1: (laughs) (laughs) amen and me not being a fan of horror uh people had me so on edge about seeing this movie and she was jacked up we i was i was like oh my god i'm gonna go to the theater i'm gonna see a horror movie we lived in charleston at the time we were sitting there, and by the end of the movie, I was like, son of a bitch, people lied. That wasn't scary at all. Yeah,
0: I almost I almost stood up and asked for my money back. Yeah, it, yeah. Was,
1: it was bad. So if I can sit through that and have absolutely no jump scares, <laughs> no nothing, except for the last, what, three minutes of the movie when they just throw the woman's face in the camera yeah. or whatever.
0: Well, that's what I said. That was the thing is that we were sitting there in the theater, and it started up, and, you know, little things were going on. And I turned to her in the theater, and I said, if this turns out to be like one of those stupid YouTube videos <laughs> where they make you watch a video and then that woman pops up and screams that at scares the end the
1: hell out of you I
0: said I'm gonna go nuts and lo and behold that's exactly, that's what, exactly what the damn movie did to me Wow now the problem is is as much as my wife hated this movie and was like that was a t- terrible movie we have watched all 30 paranormal activity (laughs) movies because anytime a new one comes out, she's like, we got to go see it.
3: Oh my God. (laughs) No,
1: only because I was like, it's got to get better. I, you know, most of the time when you have sequels to movies, the first one is outstanding. And the second one, you're truly disappointed at this point. I was hoping they would get better. And because we had already invested our time and money to see the first one, I was like, okay, we'll we'll try number two. It was just as bad. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> and work that way. We just kept going, and so now we've actually seen all of them. So, but yeah, well, it, it was it was bad, and and I'm sorry about that.
0: And we saw those in the theaters. Now, do you remember your first horror movie that you saw? Is there something that yes, kind of kicks out?
3: My first horror movie that scared the living crap out of me was The Exorcist.
0: Oh, oh that okay, was a, that was that's a, a classic. Yeah. Now, have you seen that one?
3: I have seen that one.
0: Uh, well, did easy, you see it like this with your eyes covered or um, did you
2: want? Ca-
1: well, since no one can see us, you're you're doing my classic go-to where I hold my hands up over my eyes. I might peek through one of my fingers just to see if I can see what's going on. Or I have a pillow in front of my face. Yeah. I can't have a pillow though in front of my face if I'm in a movie theater. But yes, I did watch that. It was tough, but I made it through that.
0: Because that, that, for the time... That was a really strong movie. Yeah, because I,
3: mean, I was a young child when I first watched it. See? And I think that's what turned me on to horror movies. I mean, it scared the living hell out of me. That may yeah. be what turned yeah. me off
0: to
2: horror
1: movies. Because <laughs> I think we probably watched it with our mom.
3: Yeah, we probably did.
1: Yeah,
0: because yeah, I mean, now that years later, they put like the new scenes where she, you know, she spider crawls down the stairs upside down. Oh, that wow. was added to the movie for like a director's cut, you know, something oh, that was okay. cut out years ago. But I mean, just the things of, you know the anti-church stuff you know like when she's stabbing herself with the crucifix right. and things like that I mean you know it's disturbing. Like, wow. yeah now now I'll tell you if you say that's the first horror movie that scared you the first horror movie that scared me was a movie called Magic and that started uh, starred Anthony Hopkins and he was a ventriloquist and he had this ventriloquist doll that was telling <laughs> them to run around and kill people And, I mean, there was no horror in it. It was just some crazy guy who was like, my dummy's telling me to go kill people. (laughs) But at the end of the movie was, as they're arresting him and he's walking away, they got the doll sitting in the back of a police car. And all of a sudden, as the music starts playing, right before the credits, the doll's head turns. And at, like, seven or eight years old, (laughs) I was like... (laughs) I was like, I can't go to bed tonight. (laughs) But I mean, I I like, I mean, they were interesting to me. And I mean, like the next one I saw was the TV version of Salem's Lot.
3: Okay. And that
0: scared the crap out of me. Right. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this horror movie thing. But um, my sister-in-law, Debbie, uh, loved horror movies. And she had, they had HBO at the time. Oh, no. So... You know, it's all like, over with from there. Yeah. So, I mean, if if my parents went away, you know, I would stay with my brother and sister-in-law. And so we'd watch, you know, we'd started kind of watching horror movies. Uh-huh. And the first one that really got me was The Entity.
3: Wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah. And I mean. <laughs> I, She's I, telling
0: I, our age.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs>
0: but uh, that movie got me because of two things. Because it was a horror movie. It was a ghost movie. And there were boobies in it.
1: Uh, you and your boobs oh my come god on.
0: and the coolest thing was is like this ghost would come into the woman's room every night and, and like he raped her but I mean that's you horrible. would see her boobs like you know like moving I mean it was it was weird like there was like people you know someone putting their hands on them I mean it was great great special effects and I mean and I was like well that's not so bad and I was like I don't know if it was because I you know the blood was rushing somewhere and I wasn't thinking straight <laughs> But after that, I started watching more and more and more. And which is funny with her later on, I, I sent her and my brother some horror movies that I taped off of something. And uh, I got word back, like, these are disgusting. Yeah. I, we can't watch these. These are just horrible horror movies, you which is Which some stop? of them
1: in, in your collection, I would never sit down and watch. Oh, i Just yeah. based off the cover. I've
0: got, I've got some movies in my collection that makes The Exorcist look like the Romper Room. Wow. From the old days. Yeah. So, Yeah. But um okay, so Exorcist was the first one. Um, you we've got your favorites. Is there any others that you kind of saw that you were interested that you know anything new on the horizons that you want to oh, see?
3: What? Um, I do want to see the one called Ma. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just I love what her, Octavia. Octavia, Spencer. you know she's great in anything that she plays in. But um, another one that I could watch over and over is Hostel.
0: Oh, the Hostel movies. Those are good. have you watched those?
3: I have seen bits and pieces of those,
1: and, and that's that literal ex- the movies. Yeah, bits and pieces of people.
2: Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I know, and <laughs> he's
1: absolutely right. That is why I will not stay in a hostel ever. Which our younger sister Boyana recently talked to us. Um, yeah, that's how what, she
0: when she goes to Europe last
1: summer about going to Europe, and she's like, "Oh, we can all stay in a hostel." And I looked at her like, "When hell freezes over."
0: Yeah. Well, that I've those are hostels movies. in places like in. Fla- Eastern, Slovakia, yes. Slovakian. Eastern, Eastern block countries. Yeah,
1: I don't care where they are. <laughs> I'm not staying in a hostel. I
0: won't. Uh, well, so, going from movies to TVs, I know that you've mentioned to us a million times. What Sons a huge fan! Mm. Yes, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs>
3: that was my all-time favorite TV show, followed by a close second with The Walking Dead and Ink Master.
0: Oh, okay. So, you, now do you? do you prefer like fictional TV stuff or do you like more of the reality reality TV, TV yeah. or?
3: Well, I would say sons of anarchy and walking dead are definitely not reality, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they I are wish. my, my two all time favorites. But, um, I do like ink master. I'm number one. I'm a huge fr- fan of Dave Navarro. Okay. You know? And so he, he hosts that show him with Oliver and Chris and it's a good show. You know, like this season it's a turf war. It's west, midwest, east, and south going against each other. Right. And if you're really into tattoos, it's a great show to watch. Okay, Ink
1: Master, uh, Chris and I have been recently talking about wanting new tattoos. So here's a shameless plug for you. <laughs> <laughs> Take a tattoo, uh, you know, if you're interested. Well, it's artists that come on the show to compete. So. Uh, well, okay. Never but mind. You
2: s- so they can compete on us. Yeah.
0: I
1: don't know. Because if it comes out bad, you can I'm be you
3: a- you absolutely can apply to be a canvas on the show. Well, there you go. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've been a doormat for years, <laughs> <laughs> so a canvas would be a step up. Maybe I that,
3: would. I would, would love to be a canvas on that show because they have amazing artists that come on there. There's one on there now called Jimmy Snaz. Does beautiful American traditional. I would carry a tattoo of him proudly, or for him proudly.
0: Um, just a little question. Snaz, is that a, is that scandinavian or I german
1: <laughs> i don't know i that's, started to say god bless you no. i don't know that's his name oh so. okay so that is his name
0: that's yeah. his christian name that his... i don't know oh, okay. but right. he
3: is jimmy snaz on the show
1: i would love so. to
0: meet Mon pa snaz
1: <laughs> exactly exactly i would
0: i would wonder about them there you go um we watch a lot of tv we do and since we've cut the cable um, we cut the cord. Yeah, we uh we do Last a lot train, of streaming yeah. stuff. And so the nice thing is it takes the pressures off. And I know you have satellites, so yeah. the pressures off of like I have to watch Tuesday night to see this. You can watch it right. anytime. And um we uh we watch a couple of things. I mean, like uh I was a huge fan of The Mandalorian when it was on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. I couldn't wait for that. That was a great show. Yep. Um, I don't watch a lot, of lot like reality stuff. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a troll.
3: If I watch reality, it's gotta be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it gotta be, it's gotta be something. If I'm not, you know, if I, if it doesn't have my attention by the, you know, at least halfway through the first episode, I'm not going to watch it.
0: All right. Then ask your sister why she watches the bachelor. <laughs>
3: oh my God. Please tell me you do not watch that.
1: I do watch the bachelor. <laughs> But, and, and it's a horrible, just to give you the recap. It is horrible. Once again, you've
0: come up with that boy. That's you're just right on money with.
1: (laughs) Let me, let me give you the recap on this. My mother, uh, when, you know, prior to us losing her, she used to watch the bachelor and the bachelorette and she actually got me to watch it. and, And I was actually, uh, watching your grandson for you a couple of times at mom's while we were watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and then getting to know these people. That's child abuse. Stop it. He was too young to remember it. and so That's, getting, very that's why he's young so young child angry abuse. Now. So, Well, that's what got me into this, was watching it. And then, of course, you, you watch it, and you learn the people that are on the show, and then one of your favorites becomes the next Bachelor or Bachelorette. So it's a vicious cycle that you can't stop. But, however, seven, having said that, this season with Pilot Pete was horrible and it has finally broke my cycle because i don't even know the new bachelorette coming on so it's not something i'll invest any more time in
0: pilot pete
1: he was yeah he was a pilot for delta and his name is pete
0: well i'm Peter. glad i'm glad he didn't own a boat His <laughs> pilot pete would be a weird name to have for a ship captain
1: exactly exactly but yeah i have i've cut my ties with that now i was i was hugely disappointed in this past
0: season so now, another thing my wife loves to watch, from the months of May until December. <laughs> Christmas ha- in July, there Hall- you go. Movies. Oh Hallmark movies. Hallmark Channel Movies.
1: I can't I handle it. stock in Hallmark. You really should. Yeah.
0: We, yeah. We, yeah, we'd be rich. Yeah.
3: I'd, I'd be making my own money. She would put her tree up in September if you'd let her.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> now, I don't know about that. I'm not yeah. that big on the Christmas tree thing or whatever. I do like decorating the weekend after uh, Thanksgiving, though. Yeah,
0: well, that's, a nor- that's normal for everybody, yeah. usually. But.
1: but a lot of the things that I that I like as far as that, like mom, our mom, she loved Christmas in July. She would call me up and she'd be like, are you watching the Christmas movies on Hallmark?
3: And, of course, that's You realize how I- they all have the same storyline, right? Shut up.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to give you this.
1: <laughs> i am fully aware that they all have the same storyline but they have different actors so you know
0: not well they get yeah, but they use the same 20 actors for all do. the movies i
1: know they do why, uh, why, are you, why are you harshing me here i have to because it's
0: <laughs> i used to love christmas i would come down in my little pjs and then you and, married me and then well no and then But the thing is, is when you get bombarded with Christmas for like eight months, it may not be eight months, but it feels like eight months. It feels like a whole year, but I mean, it it does, it does kind of like go like, Whoa, my God. You know? And then of course, Christmas is pushed further and further and further back through retail. So after a while, you're like, by the time Christmas comes, you're just like, yeah, Yeah. I'm done. You got to buy
3: Halloween candy You can go ahead and buy your Christmas candy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, it's dates. ridiculous. And what I love, and this brings up, just going back to movies, one of my favorite horror movies <laughs> that has to do with Christmas is Silent Night, Deadly Night.
3: I, I have seen that seen one.
1: I have seen parts of that movie as
0: well that movie, because of you. Yeah, that, that movie got in a lot of trouble because it was about a guy who um, was in a mental institution kind of thing. He, uh, Well, yeah, as a child, and he escapes. And Santa Claus murders his, his, has murdered his parents years ago and he witnessed it. So now anything to do with Santa Claus, you know, drives him crazy. And um, during the 80s, when this movie came out, it was like, you can't have Santa Claus murdering people. And so they they shut the movie down, which was wow. amazing.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And then Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, all they did was <laughs> replay Silent Night, Deadly Night number one.
3: Oh my gosh. Through
0: like a memory. And what they did is they got away with having <laughs> the movie play think. again, but you know, now it's, right. it's through a flashback. So now we can play it. Cause it was a few years later and they relaxed the restrictions on it.
3: I did see they remade black Christmas.
0: Yeah. Um, that one I, I didn't see. And I, you know, I'm all for the me too movement and I'm all for women empowerment and things like that. But when it comes down to, you know, it's just like kind of women kicking ass. Don't give me a name that I recognize. It's like uh, if you made remade Jaws and you just wanted to have like a woman kill the shark at the end. I mean, it's fine, but I mean, if you like the old, like I like the original. The original Jaws? No, well, the original Black Christmas. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, that had, you know, Olivia Hussey in it. It had um, uh, Margot Kidder in it who played like the alcoholic a student which apparently was an alcoholic in real life at the time and i mean it was it was a crazy movie right little movie trivia the same person who did black christmas also did porkies really and i didn't know that a christmas story oh my goodness same director
1: Ah, uh, one of my favorites. Christmas one of your favorites. That's what
0: we watch every Christmas. It is. That g- kind of gets me into the the thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but sadly, TNT or whoever plays it, they TBS. play it for like 24, 24 hours. hours. So by the well, time now,
1: there's several networks that are have started doing that. I think TBS is the one that started that, and now you can watch it on. Oh my god, there's so many channels. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, so that that once again, that's one of those killing Christmas things. I only watch it once about. though. So.
1: Yeah. yeah, we do We do sit down and watch that together on Christmas Eve. We have started doing that.
0: Yeah, so, but I mean, you know, it is, but like I say, getting back to TV, uh, the only thing I've watched now, well, it, The Watchmen was on HBO. I watched that, and now I'm watching a show called The Outsider on HBO, and we talked about that right. per, kind of before we came into the room to record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Stephen King story. Yep. It's got uh, Justin Bateman. I can't remember, I'm not sure who the other actors are. I didn't write those down for today or anything like that, but it's a good creepy show. Um
2: It's actually
1: drawn me in a little bit. Yeah, the, I, the I the can't recommend it
0: enough. I really yeah. can't. So
3: I'll have yeah. to check that out.
0: Well, I we I think uh we tidied that up pretty good. Yeah. And awesome. uh now we're going to talk to V and uh well, see what uh, you know, see what she's got to say.
1: All right, and and before we get started, you know I got to do my my lovely disclaimer about you know barking, growling, burping, belching, farting, one of, all of the
0: above. I know you're disgusting. I know, <laughs> right? I'm so
1: sorry, but no, it, it's going to be one of the fur babies who uh, today our our big dog is is having some nasally snorting problems so we had to shut the door. So they're I'm sure all four of them are sitting outside the door yeah, right now the, wondering uh, where mommy and daddy our are. Our
0: boxer Sanchez scarfed his food down pretty good and uh now he's
1: I think he's got a, a pebble home somewhere, somewhere in his throat. Right. So all right. So getting back to what we, we talked about a little bit ago, um we've got, you know, V sitting in with us today. Uh we asked her to join us on an episode. One because we're you know we have so much fun when we're all together. But also because, you know, she deals with uh, something in her everyday life that we wanted to kind of make people aware of. And she has Graves' disease, and we're going to hit on some things and kind of, you know, let her kind of share her story with that. And vent. And vent and you know, just kind of inform us a little bit because, you know, it's not something that's talked about a lot. It is a a thyroid condition. Am I correct? It started
3: with my thyroid. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, you know, and just kind of educate us a little bit as well. So, but, um, I'm going to ask her right quick, you know, um, when did you find out that you had Graves disease? In 2006. All righty. So, um, and, and I mean, uh, just kind of going on to that, is it something that is genetic? I mean, is it something that you can catch from someone or does, is it something that just plain happens to people?
3: Well, when I was first diagnosed, um, I spent two days in Chapel Hill Hospital having tests run, mm-hmm. you know, so the doctors could figure out what was wrong. Um, and the doctor told me that it was something that's inherited or a traumatic event could have caused it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's what I was told, but I will say, you know, to be honest, one thing that, that gets to me is when people ask, when, when people, sorry. <laughs> Sanchez.
1: sorry, that's, that's Sanchez who has made his way into the room with the, the snorting and the, the coughing that he's doing, but go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, that's okay. I was just going to say, um. You know, and even in your question, and I know people don't, people don't understand, you know, what they're asking when they when they ask it. But I hate when someone says, you know, finds out what's wrong or realizes that I have Graves' disease and they're like, can I catch that? You yeah. know, I have to be more worried about what I'm going to get from you because of my immune system, as opposed to someone touching me and having Graves' disease. Right. But there's not enough education out there about Graves'
2: disease.
1: Right. I know years ago, um, when we had talked about it, uh, you know, I had tried to do some research on it, and there really wasn't a whole lot of research online about it and stuff. And then, you know, when we had talked about having you come on the show and kind of educating people about it a little bit, I was astounded at all of the research now that, that is out there. But... I mean, there's a lot of famous people now that have been diagnosed with Graves disease. So, you know, I just wanted to kind of, you know, get your thoughts on it and, and figure that out. But um, what was it that first alerted you that something just wasn't right with you and, you know, and your body or,
3: or what? I mean, what was the first thing that alerted you? Um, my heart would feel like it was pounding out of my chest, you know, and being that our mom was a nurse for many years and that we'd I tried to do the CNA thing and all I knew how to take my pulse and all Mm -hmm. that. And my, my heartbeat would be up to like 170 a minute. Oh, wow. And uh, my hands, my hands tremored all the Mm -hmm. time, you know, and I would be pouring sweat when everyone else was freezing, you -hmm. know, so I knew something was wrong.
1: I do that too. It's called menopause.
3: Well, I was too young for that at the time. (laughs) And, you know, I know menopause doesn't make you feel like your heart is beating out of your chest. So I knew something was up. Okay. So, um, you know, you got the
1: diagnosis and your body kind of told you something was wrong. So you kind of, I mean, you know, I'm a firm believer in people, you know, when your body's telling you something or something's off or something's not right, I strongly encourage you to. To seek out medical advice. Yeah,
0: I mean, you you live in it all the time. And I mean, as soon as something goes a little wonky.
1: You're the first person to know. So, and And I I mean, mean, even being around people and and when you're around people a lot. um, I would swear
3: people could hear how loud my heart was beating, but people didn't hear it.
1: No, but it's probably just ringing in your ears mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah. but I mean, you're right, Chris. We we know our bodies better than anybody else, but sometimes people around you can see subtle changes and stuff. So, you know, we strongly encourage that. So, so
0: all right. So now, you know, you get to this. Now, you want to tell us like what Graves' disease is. I mean, or at least you know, like what it. You know, like is it's it's a thyroid condition. Um, you know, we were reading up on it and you have hypo and hyper, mm-hmm. um, give us just like a little thing of like, I mean, what do you understand it is? So at least like you can tell people about it. I mean,
3: yeah. um, well, there there's several things that go along with Graves' disease as far as symptoms go. Um, you know, people can have a thyroid condition or an underlying thyroid condition and not know it. All right, You know, and, and then till it reaches a graves rage or, you know, some kind of storm, you know, I'm glad I got to the hospital when I did. Um, cause apparently mine had been untreated for, they, they say it could have been four years.
0: Wow.
3: Um, and if you reach thyroid storm, you can most definitely die from that.
0: yeah,
3: Um, but mine was, you know, I, they did all the tests. They put me on, um, a medicine called methamazole. They put me on uh, beta blockers for chest pain and tremors and stuff like that. And, um, with the methamazole, my heart rate was finally slowing down, you know, in the end. So I lived with that for about two years, I guess. But, you know, I was, I was losing weight. Mm-hmm. You know, I constantly had hand tremors. Oh. Um, you know, I'd wake up in the middle of the night with my body jerking, <clears throat> excuse me, I could tell my vision was getting worse. You know, my hair was getting thin. Everything about me hurt.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's okay.
3: You know, so I went and I did um, the testing where you go inside a tube (laughs) and you have to stay there perfectly still for 45 minutes. I could (laughs) never do that. And um, I couldn't, I'm not someone that can do that. So they let my ex-father-in-law sit in a chair at my head and talk to me for those 45 minutes. Um, So what they were trying to do was determine what my TSH levels were and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. Um, and if they could kill the thyroid. Well, um, after the testing, I had to wait for about an hour. And, you know, they come in. When they come in the room, they tell my ex-father-in-law that he had to take 20 steps away from me. And these two men came in a room wearing these suits from head to toe, like radioactive suits. And They had this canister in their hand. They uncapped the canister and put this capsule in my hand. Well, it was two capsules that I had to take, and um. You know, my ex father in law looked at them and said, "Is she going to start glowing?"
2: <laughs> you know, it was
3: it was scary, and yeah. they were making me more scared. But um, you know, I I took the I did the radioactive iodine, and um. Now I wish I hadn't have done it.
1: Really? Yeah. Why is
3: that? Because um, after they tried to kill my thyroid, I went too far the other way and became hypo.
1: Okay. Which I have read that there is hyper or hypo. So there are are differences in the two. Right.
3: And um, with hypo, it's constant body aches. It's muscle weakness. You know, I still shake. I don't sleep. Yeah. I gain weight. You know, every time they increase my medicine, I'll lose about 20. Like I was telling you earlier, 22, 24 pounds. And then within a month, it's all gained back. You know, there are so many side effects that the doctors don't talk about. Right. Which outrages me. You know, mm. they tell you, oh, if you take the medicine, it will start reversing. There's no reversing. Right. You know, they don't they don't live with what we live with on a daily basis. Right. Right. Um, sorry, I went on a rampant there.
0: That's <laughs> hey, all right. That's all right. That's I mean, right.
1: we, we want to understand it, you know. As best we can, and, and definitely yeah, let. I want you to think of know. this in
0: the sense of someone listening to this and going, like oh, Wait a minute, I kind of have the same things. Yeah. So, I mean, it's something that they can talk to their doctor about, be a little more educated when they go. It is, you know, like if they say, You know, that you want to do this iodine treatment, well, hold on, can we? You know, I don't want to, you know, i, I I heard on a podcast the other day that, you know, you went to do this, but it turned into this. Mm -hmm. Can we do something else? Right. I mean, I'm not a fan. Uh, I I like science and medicine and I, I I don't want to get on a soapbox, but I'm not big on, you know, like the nature's things. I don't take vitamins. I don't believe in that stuff. I believe, you know, science is science. And that's the only way you can do things. But I mean, if there are other ways that can help like i take my i've taken melatonin before mm-hmm. and normally you know i'd be like that's crazy stuff but i to help me sleep sometimes i've taken it yeah. and it's helped i don't know if it's in my head or if it really does it i don't care it's helped me sleep
1: the placebo effect yeah yeah so okay so kind of getting back on this um you know living with the graves disease what is what's a typical day uh living with graves i mean what are some of the things you deal with
3: um well First off, waking up, it kind of depends on how I slept the night before. Um, if I take two different sleeping medicines to sleep and I still don't sleep through the night, I'm up at least every hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. Um, insomnia is a huge thing of what I deal with on a daily basis. So depending on the amount of sleep I get, it depends on if I have like brain fog the next day or if my joints are going to hurt the next day or, you know, someday I wake up, my leg goes weak and I hit the floor, Oof. you know. What do you do? You get up, you put your big girl panties on, you get dressed, you go to work.
1: Yeah. I Have right. bills to pay, you know, <laughs> as we all do. So,
3: and um, and and some days it's hard, you know. Like if brain fog, if I'm dealing with brain fog on a day, being in a meeting at work where my words don't form, mm-hmm. it's really embarrassing, you know. And it's people don't realize what you deal with, you know. My hands will shake, so I'll I'll keep my hands down by my side, so. People in a room with me in the meeting don't see my hand shaking because right. they're just going to think, oh, she's nervous. But one thing that I deal with daily is my anxiety. It right. seems to get worse every day. You know, like I'm the type of person now I used to, well, I used to love to go out, do things mm-hmm. and just be that person. Now I'm the type, oh, I really wish they'd cancel that so I can stay home. Right. You know, I don't pump my gas without putting a glove on. I get up and I take a morning shower, like I was telling you all the other day, um, to wake me up, but I take a night shower to wash off everything that touched me during the day.
0: Now, did you have anxiety beforehand? I mean, so this is like, so like an OCD thing kind of started out. Developed
3: with Graves' disease. Yeah. Okay. I mean, my anxiety will get, I've been, I've, you know, been going to work one morning. My anxiety would get so bad. I would sit in my car and almost be having a panic attack. You know, and I would turn around, go home and call in the, that day, right. you know, because my anxiety is so bad. I'll convince myself I'm having a heart attack.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So anxiety is, is like a big part of, yeah,
3: absolutely. Big part of it. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm very good at talking myself down, but on days that I can't, I just go back home. Yeah. Because I know I won't be able to function through the day. People will see that I'm, you know, I'm having tremors. You know, my words won't form and I don't want people to see that side of me. Right. So I hide it.
0: So, so work is, it's one of those things where that's where a lot of things can happen, so to speak. Yeah. So like, all right, so you finally get done with your day. I know most people, you know, you, you, you get home, you, you take off the bra and you kind of relax, or do you have oh. a, a, like a good ritual that you get home or my
3: whole life is a routine. Okay. Um, as soon as I get home, you know, I, I wash my hands, obviously, <laughs> course, now people seem to be doing that a lot more, (laughs) but um, I wash my hands and I figure out what I'm eating for dinner. I go ahead and I make my lunch for the following day. I eat, you know, and I make my dinner while my dinner's cooking. If it's bacon or something like that, I go take my night shower, you know, and then I eat dinner. I'm on different medicines, so I have to schedule how I eat or, you know, what time I'm going to take this medicine at what time I'm going to eat. You know, and then, okay, well, I ate an hour ago, so now it's time to take this medicine, you know, and it's, it's all done in ritual. So my whole life is a schedule from the minute my alarm goes off in the morning, I get up and I take the first medicine, I go take my shower, you know, and then I have to wait 10, 15 more minutes to take my next medicine, you know, and then I have to wait 30 minutes to eat my breakfast, you know, wow every everything in my life is uh, my daily routine everything is a schedule, so if one thing sets me back, I feel like I don't have time in the day to do anything
0: right so all right, so with dinner wise do you have any dietary things that you can that you have to that have changed or certain things that
3: well I'm not <laughs> for my disease, I'm not supposed to have gluten, dairy, seafood, black pepper eggs, um, did I say dairy? Yes. Dairy. I think so. Dairy, soy. I'm not supposed to have anything like that. So I always say, okay, just give me a bottle of water and a saltine.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what it sounds like. That's
1: what it sounds like.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, you're supposed to stay technically away from all those foods and especially anything that can have extra fatty acids or um, iodine in it.
0: Okay. Well, I understand the iodine because yeah, your yeah. body's already had like a a, a, huge, a huge amount right. at one time. Right. So I mean, so obviously, when you say you're not supposed to eat, you you must have a little. I little love drink. sushi. So, okay. Um, so let
3: less, less <laughs> I'm not supposed to have seafood, and I love sushi. Now,
0: I'm gonna throw like a ballpark out here. I'm assuming when they talk about seafood, it's because a lot of seafood nowadays has iodine I mean, in it because yes, of yeah. the pollution. Of the oceans and things like that.
3: And the fatty, fatty acids.
0: Fatty acids. Now, do you notice anything that happens after eating like, like sushi or do you feel fine? Or is it one of those things where you're not supposed to eat it, but you've tried it and never, you eat it regularly and 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 nothing really happens. I don't notice anything after I eat the sushi.
1: So maybe it's just a precautionary thing that they do. So, and, and that's one of my questions. I mean, you know, since being diagnosed and stuff, um. Are there any restrictions that you have now that you didn't have prior to Graves' disease? And we've hit on a couple of it, you know, food, drinks, lifestyle, activities. I'm you know, always what, tired. What?
3: Okay, yeah. What has changed? I mean, what, you know. I'm always tired. Like I said, I'm one of those people. that You're not going to upset me if you call me and say, oh, our plans got canceled. <laughs> right. um, I'm just, I'm always tired. The amount of energy that I used to have as opposed to what I have now is depressing. Right. So. All right. And is that...
1: I mean, is that something that you deal with as well as, you know, like depression or anything like that that goes along with it? Or, I mean, is that something that readily affects
3: you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I keep to myself a lot because there's not a lot of people out there that understand Mm -hmm. what I go through on a daily basis. So I don't talk about it. I don't want to burden you guys with it. I don't want to burden my kids with it. I mean, and I wouldn't expect you to understand what I go through on a daily basis, but, you know, I have support groups on Facebook, you Mm -hmm. know, and.
1: Well, and I mean, that's, again, that's one of the reasons why we wanted you to, to sit in with us today and talk to us. And so we could kind of learn a lot more about it and, and understand it and know, you know, what's going on. And as we have expressed numerous times, you know, we're always here and. You know, I mean, you've got a good support group with with several of us. So, I mean, that's a huge plus as well. But, you know, I mean, it just, you know, like I said, we want to, we want you to know that we're here for you. But um, now, is there like, are there any warning signs? Like, is, is one day different than another for you? I mean, is, how do you know?
3: It's going to be a bad day. It's going
1: to be a bad day. That's, that's my question.
3: Um, again, it starts with how I slept the night before. Okay. So the sleep,
1: the sleep pattern or how you sleep is, is a huge factor in dealing with Graves disease.
3: I would say, yeah, because, um, because of Graves disease, my right eardrum now is completely damaged. There's no repairing that. So it has caused severe vertigo. Mm. Um, if, if I don't sleep well, my body is not going to work with me the next day. You know, I'm, I'm going to be in pain. Doesn't matter where, it's just something's going to hurt and I'm going to be extremely dizzy the whole day because when my vertigo is that bad, if I don't sleep, my vertigo will be so extreme. I won't bend over. Like I have literally figured out how to tie my shoes without looking down. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I've learned how to reach for the shampoo bottle without looking down. If I drop something, I've learned how to pick everything up with my toes because I won't bend over because I'll fall over. So you can, I, I then do. you probably
0: have toes like your sister. Then like, yeah, they, look not, like I, they look like little midget fingers. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I, you know, I'm the I'm the master of picking up stuff with my toes. But so I mean, it sounds like this is it's really changed a lot in your life and, and yeah. what you deal with on a daily basis and stuff. So, and it sounds like the sleep is the biggest one of the biggest factors for yeah. you.
3: I haven't had. Eight hours sleep, probably since 2006. Wow. I mean, now I can get eight hours if I go to bed at like 10 o'clock and sleep till 10 the next day. And I know that sounds like 12 hours to you, but I might get eight hours out of that.
0: Right. It's like you were telling us with your watch.
3: Yeah. I was showing y'all at dinner that night or
1: something. Yeah. Because you track your sleep and it's astounding. I think your longest REM sleep or or non-restless sleep was, what was it? 38 minutes? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't, yeah. It was, you're talking about
3: my deep sleep?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, was, I mean,
0: that's that's the thing that gets you, that punishes you because, yeah. you know, most people have, uh, you know, six hours out of eight. Mm-hmm. I think they, they they get into deep sleep. Yeah. So, so I don't
3: have that luxury.
0: Yeah. You're not getting the time for your body to kind of evacuate right. The stress of the day, right. the, the, the thoughts we think about it, you know, and just before you go to bed, yeah. I mean, so this is something like, I mean, you've talked to us about this is that, you know, you will think my like, brain don't your, shut yeah, off. Your brain doesn't shut off, which
1: yeah. I, which I've dealt with for a long time and, and following suit and making sure, you know, I've went to the doctor and been tested and stuff like that. But I suffer from insomnia sometimes, some, some weeks I'm, into the third night of just such exhaustion that I'm like, if I don't sleep, I'm I'm just going to drop over because it's, it's horrible to not sleep. So I, and I know how that affects me. And, you know, I still get up, I still go to work and, and I'm just like dragging all day long. I could not imagine having to live like that every day. So I, I can, I, I know that's got to be tough on you. And, and I actually just had my first ever vertigo bout about a month ago. And of course you're the first person after my husband that I I talked to about it. it it scared the living hell out of me. I didn't know what was wrong. He had to, my you know you had to help me back to the bed because I couldn't even stand up. The, everything yeah. was spinning and and I was like, holy. Oh and my. You wake up and you vomit. Oh yeah, I was vomiting. Yeah, pretty that's hard what I woke heavy. up to. That's
0: Normally I hear a dog doing it, <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of a, like in. <laughs> Cat has a wonderful way of vomiting. I, I'm gonna record it sometime so I can play it on here because it's it's the most bizarre. I'm a quiet vomiter.
1: <laughs> I am
3: not.
0: And uh she I'm not either. Yeah. It must be it's a family trait then. Cause I mean I can sit there and be like Bleh. and that's it. I'm done.
3: Oh, I'm gonna but, let the world know I'm vomiting. Okay. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, I'm a loud vomiter. Well, and this was like what, about four o'clock in the morning. Something and like I, that, yeah. I I just I shot straight up out of bed. I don't know why. I don't know why it happened. And As soon as you told me about it the next day, that's why I told you it sounds like vertigo. And after talking to my doctor, she said it was vertigo. It was a vertigo attack. And it was something I had never experienced before. And it it did. It scared me. And I couldn't believe... I couldn't even stand up because everything was spinning so fast that I was going to fall down. And Mm. and the vomiting, I mean, and he's right. I mean, I I woke him up because I'm just like forcefully vomiting. Because I... Literally made my way to the bathroom, clutching the bed, you know, like leaning sideways because that's how my world was spinning at that moment. Trying and I'm hanging onto the furniture to get to the bathroom because I was like, oh, what's happening to me? You know, it was like in a dream, but I was wide awake. So, yeah, I get it. But yeah, I just I I couldn't I couldn't imagine that. So
0: See the thing is like with me, I have a hard time just kind of getting to sleep. If, especially if things are running through my head, because mm-hmm. I, I replay the day and I'm like, oh, I could have done this and all like that. But, uh, I literally, I, I literally die. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it scares me sometimes because I mean, I can be sitting there, I'll read a book before I go to bed and I'll lay down and I'll be like kind of tossing and turning and then it's the next day. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, and, and of course Kat hates it because she's like, God, you just lay down and put your head down on the pillow and you're out. I
3: would love for one of those days, but see, I take Ambien and melatonin every night and I still don't sleep. Yeah, that's wow. amazing.
1: That is amazing. Cause I would sleep for days if I took a
3: combination like that.
1: So yeah,
0: you're pretty, you're pretty lightweight on.
1: I am very lightweight on
3: medicines and stuff. I'm so. not, I just don't sleep, but I have, you know, the brain don't <laughs> shut down, you know, and I have insomnia, you know, and. My eyes get worse, you know, constantly.
1: Well, and I mean, we've talked about um, like the medicines that the doctors have put you on and stuff. And, you know, who is the doctor that you need to see for something like this? I
3: mean, an endocrinologist. Okay. Now, here's the thing, though. And you'll if you know, if you ever go on the support groups that I go on, you'll realize that endocrinologists, a lot of them don't hear you when you talk. Some have told you it's in your head. Some tell you it's something different. You know, oh, that's not part of your Graves' disease. Oh, that's not part of your hyperthyroidism. But yes, it is. You don't live in my body. You don't know what I go through on a daily basis. You know, you're not the one sitting there looking at a computer screen and you've got floaters. Do you what, know? What's the I have
0: those, though. Do you? I, yeah.
3: Are they not aggravating as hell? They are.
0: They it, it, Like, it, what it happens is it's like a little...
3: It's a floater in you, your eye. You,
0: like you would think like a hair blowing across like the wind, you know, mm-hmm. you see a hair. But the thing is, is as you're following it, you notice that it skips back because it's it's, it's in, in your, your eye. eye. So you're you're like, Whoa, wait a minute. That's not floating in front of me. That's I'm seeing, you know, it's like right there.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. They,
0: they say that, that that's problems with things. But I mean, I've always had them. And I mean, it's just one of those. See, I've
3: yeah. never I've never always had them, though. Mine. This came with, uh, like a couple of years ago.
0: Huh. Yeah. So
3: oh, I always wow. find new, new things happening.
0: Yeah. Well, that's wonderful that. You, know, <laughs> you get a surprise every day.
3: <laughs> Yay. Well, these aren't the surprises I want.
1: No, no. I can
0: imagine.
3: We, we
1: get that. So, I mean, is there anything that, you know, you want to tell people, any advice or anything like that, that you could offer to people um, other than strongly encouraging someone if they... If they start noticing any of the things that we've talked
3: about here today, to see to see their doctor, be your own advocate, right? Be be a voice for yourself. Um, a lot of people, you know, their families aren't going to stand. Understand, you know, your friends might not understand. A lot of people live by the the common misconception. Well, if they can't see it, you're not really sick. Yeah, right. They don't know what we live with on a daily basis. So I, you know, get you a good support system. Don't let your doctor tell you it's all in your head. You know what you're going through. You know what you deal with with your body on a daily basis. Right. You know, be your own voice. Be your own advocate. That's some great advice. That's good. Advice. That's
0: important. Because, I mean, and that's the thing, too. I mean, we live in a day and age where, you know, things are so easy just to be prescriptionized. Right, right. And say, all right, well, you know, oh, you're having some anxiety. We'll, we'll give you some downers and things like that. You know, great. But that doesn't help with the core problem of, you know, there's, I just feel there's something wrong.
3: Well, my doctor has been trying to put me on anxiety medicine for two years now because my anxiety gets progressively worse constantly. But so far, knock on wood, I've been able to talk myself down 90% of the times. That's good. So I don't, I take so much medicine now. I don't want to be on any, anything more. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, and that, and that goes with just medication in general too. I mean, Mm -hmm. You know, you take medication and it, it does do things to your body. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, the less you can kind of take, the better. Right.
1: Right. I agree. So I know we're going to talk about some uh, of the support groups that
0: yeah, you have um, mentioned to us. Vera gave me like a little list of some Facebook groups that she belongs to. Um, <laughs> one is called Surviving...
1: It's V.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: trying to she be a th-
1: gets very <laughs> aggressive i'm trying
0: to be like, you know like the announcer but uh she belongs to some facebook groups that uh you can check out um one's called surviving graves disease um the other one's hypothyroid mom and then there's another one which is a private group but it's called graves disease what everyone should know mm-hmm. uh we uh Looked up a couple of different websites. Of course, uh, one of the ones is uh, mayoclinic.org and get some information there. Um, Another thing that she wanted us to let everybody know that January is Thyroid Awareness Month. So we're a little late on it, but I mean... For next January, yes. you can yep. get out there with your blue paisley ribbon. That's Absolutely. right. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. But and I just wanted to throw in that, that there are three million cases in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yes, as it, the way it is, and it requires medical diagnosis. Um, lab tests and imaging are very important. So yep. I mean, even though you you want we want you to take care of yourself and being your own advocate. There are some things that you have to do for them to diagnose it. Right. So you will right. have to right. go right. see a doctor. You will have to have an X-ray or an MRI of your thyroid mm-hmm. just to see what's going on. Yep. And uh, lastly, as, as V said, I mean, it, it's chronic. So, I mean, it's something that can last for years. Yeah. It never I'll truly be goes away. i the
3: rest of my life. There's no cure yeah. for it.
0: So, I mean, and that's what I was going to say. I mean, it, it can last for yeah. years or, or it can last last a lifetime. So. Right. We just wanted to let everybody know, and V, thank you very much.
3: Thank you for having me. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Well, now we're we at the... A,
1: a real treat. A uh, real
0: treat for everybody, and, and especially V. Uh-oh.
1: Lighten the mood a little bit. So uh, I'm going to just kind of give you the background on this a little bit before we spring the surprise. Um, I used to get these catalogs, uh, you know, from this company, and... Or, well, I still get them, but... What's the company? Carol Wright.
0: Carol Wright.
1: Gifts. Carol Wright gifts. So my sister and I were planning a trip to the beach, and I wanted a new swimsuit cover. I went online, looked high and low. Well, lo and behold, Carol Wright had them. So I ordered a purple one and a red one. Oh, the jumpers. The jumpers. I was so excited. I call them the jumpers. I don't, there, there may be an official term, whatever. So, of course, after I did my order and... I call them
0: the Terry Tubes.
1: (laughs) Yes, you do. The Terry Tubes. I forgot about that nickname. Uh, So I get my order and, you know, everything's great. I love them, by the way. They're amazing. Uh, If you just want something to to slip on to go to the beach in, whatever, it's amazing. I wear them over my swimsuit. So we started getting their catalogs pretty on a regular basis. They
0: they come uh, once or twice a month.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we (laughs) got the new one a couple of weeks ago. I'm sitting at the dining room table, you know, flipping through it and... You know, I'm I'm on the page. And, I mean, they do cater a lot to older clientele. Yeah, that, that's the whole idea. The,
0: Carol Wright has, like, you know, you can buy...
1: Rubber panties rubber, and, yeah, you know, and liver what? spot cream. Yeah, liver, and, sp-
0: yeah all the stuff for, like, old compression
1: people. Compression hose and all that. You can and, buy,
0: like, Swiss alarm, uh, Swiss wall clocks with the cuckoo in it. I mean, oh, they wow. just have all kinds of crazy, crazy gifts.
1: It makes you know. me think of a lot of things that would be in a grandmother's house. <laughs> well, yes, I am a grandmother. But that is definitely not what the stuff that's in my house. No. So imagine my surprise.
0: Now I'm, at, now, I'm going to stop you there.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, imagine my surprise when I turn the page.
0: And uh, this is why we have that we have a TV in studio because we wanted to share videos and share silly things that we see on TV or online. Uh-huh. And uh, this is one of the things that uh, uh, we found, and uh, this is in the Carol Wright catalog. <laughs> Wait for it. It's coming. (laughs) What
1: in the... Oh, my
2: God.
1: (laughs) So, imagine my surprise when I turn the page after seeing (laughs) the rubber panties and waterproof panties and the liver spot cream, and I turn the page, and then, bam, here are all the sexual aids. And I... Oh, my God. ...literally busted out laughing. So... Uh, as we have on the screen right here, we're showing all of the different things that you can find <laughs> at Carol Wright because they're advocates for a healthy sexual yeah, life.
0: I, I was gonna, I was gonna read their disclaimer, but this is on Carolwright.com. Yep. Carol Wright gifts,
1: gifts. Carol Wright
0: gifts, and uh, we're gonna pick one of them, and I'm gonna read you the uh, once it comes up here i read you the little disclaimer for uh, Carol Wright, and once I find it, I'll have Kat talk a little bit while I...
1: Absolutely. So uh, we thought it would be really fun every time we have a guest sent in with us, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to kind of lighten the mood, depending on what our, our topics of the day were, um, but, you know, we thought we would just bring this up, have them take a look at it, and we're going to make them, you know, just based off of the picture, tell us what their choice would be. For their favorite pleasure aid from Carol Wright Gifts. So while he's. I personally like the hot cocoa massager. <laughs> hot cocoa massager. They do have some very interesting names of these products. Uh, we have the Thrust Her Stick, which I was uh, laughing about.
0: I think that's the one we were looking at.
1: That is definitely the one that we were looking at.
0: Yes, because Carol Wright wants to make your sexual health a priority maintaining an active and rewarding sensual life has major health benefits it can lead to increased energy levels improved social relationships and more positive outlook in general you may even notice an uptick in sleep quality and overall mood this sounds like the perfect thing for you
3: (laughs) oh my this is like if it's it's gonna help me sleep (laughs) hey
0: but using a sexual aid is a safe and easy way to take control of your sexual well being.
1: And, and this beauty right here has six intense speeds.
0: Yes, this is the thrust her stick.
1: <laughs> Spelled exactly how it sounds.
0: Sophie, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through and just kind of see if you something, because we're going to order it for you. No, we're <laughs> not. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to Carol Wright. Yes,
1: yes. Who I have a whole new respect for. What
3: is for. that one in the middle, and how do you use that? <laughs> is that the butterfly
0: kiss personal massager?
3: <laughs> what in the world?
1: That is awesome. Hey, and it's on sale for nineteen ninety nine. Get
0: that four <laughs> stars don't know out how of five. Use
1: it. <laughs> it has four stars out of five. I love the
3: fact that people are rating.
0: Oh, that's that's awesome.
3: The the cons are short butterfly life. Battery life. Oh, battery life. It's noisy. (laughs) It's not durable. It lacks adjustability. And it lacks power.
0: That's that's awesome. Oh, wait a minute. If you go down further on the website, you can actually get uh, the pros and cons. The bottom line from uh, Ed from California said, yes, I would recommend this to a friend.
1: (laughs) Well, the one up there says that his wife loves it so yeah i guess it's all in uh what you're reading and what you're choosing but yeah the butterfly kiss has four stars out of five
0: so did you ever think you'd find that in a carol wright catalog
3: i wasn't sure what carol wright was
1: uh, well
0: <laughs> i'll you know. tell you this is a far cry from when i was a kid and the uh when you just kind of start getting the twinkles downstairs
2: <laughs> and you start
0: looking at you like oh you're flipping through the jc toy catalog
2: oh, and you get
0: to the bra and underwear section and you're like Whoa, mama. <laughs> oh mama
1: and i can imagine back when uh, you were younger flipping through the jc penny catalog you know Back then, I think about like the cone shaped.
0: Oh God, yeah. Bras.
1: <laughs> and the you know belly button high underwear, the, I granny, mean, I, panties. the, the, the I, granny panties, the granny
0: panties. Used to call those bras the uh, the the mistle tits.
1: <laughs> that is awesome, mistle tits. I got to remember that. But yeah, the granny panties, which we all know as women, everybody has a pair of granny panties for you know special times of the month, which I no longer have to deal with. Thank you. But, yeah, so I always called them the cone bras and the granny panties, and so, I mean, I had several names for it, several names for them, but I, you know, it's like back from when, like, the old black and white movies with the bathing suits and stuff, I mean, you think that, I would attest it to, like, you're going to the beach in a turtleneck, and, you know, capri pants based on what these women Well, had this to wear. was the late
0: 70s. This right. wasn't so bad where they were wearing the full-length bathing suits to the beach.
1: I'm talking about way back when with the old black and whites. Oh, I'm yeah. talking about, like, the, the old... I mean, we've come a long way Yeah, with, with everything, and I guess... Carol well, yeah, I, we have
3: nude beaches now. <laughs> exactly.
1: I would never grace a nude beach because I wouldn't want, you know, to hurt people's eyes or anything. Oh, but. honey. Right, well, you know... I'm keeping it real. I'm being honest.
0: Keeping it real, raw, exactly,
1: <laughs> and refined.
0: And refined. Speaking of refined,
1: <laughs> we're gonna
0: pull this one in and take it out.
1: Exactly. But uh, and we want to thank uh, UV for being here with us today yeah. and sitting in. And well,
3: thank you for having me.
1: Of course, we've had some great laughs, some serious talks. We've had some uh, monster vibrators right. on the screen and. You know, we've had a little bit of everything, which is, which is always fun. So looking forward to having you back, sit in and have just like a really fun episode. And that will be cool. Absolutely. And just enjoy everything. So, all right, we're going to take it out. And, uh, again, V, you want to say anything? Um, thank No, thanks for having me. I had a good time. Absolutely.
0: All right. I want to thank everybody for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, we're putting these up every Friday.
1: Absolutely. Every Friday, four o'clock.
0: Yeah. So today in Friday, our time,
1: Friday, the 13th, Friday,
0: th- March 13th, our first episode is up and, uh, we hope everybody likes it and listens to it. You can go to W or is it eight? well, it,
1: simplecast.com,
0: simplecast.com, Baron's house of chaos.
1: You can find us there.
0: And, uh, We just want to thank you. Thank you very much for listening to us. Uh, Somehow my music isn't coming up, so we're going to end this one on a non-musical ending.
1: That's absolutely fine.
0: So folks, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other.
1: Have a great week. I'm Kat.
0: I'm Chris. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye.